This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. The one thing we always hear about training camp, especially when we see teams fighting against each other, is we just get tired of facing the same guy practice after practice. It gets so repetitive, you start to kind of take the focus out of it. That all changed as we see teams have these two, three times a week scrimmages ahead of a preseason game. I think a lot of the players see it as a refreshing uh, twist. It gives you a challenge. You're competing against another team. And at the end of the day, there are always going to be fights at training camp. The PR is better if it's against a different team. So let's get into it. The Dolphins are two days into their joint practices with the Atlanta Falcons. And guys, we can't overreact about the preseason. But hearing this line from D. Orlando Ledbetter, uh, covers the Atlanta Falcons, just warmed my heart. During the one-on-one portion of practice, Hill, Waddle, Braxton Berrios, and Eric Ezukama all caught deep balls against the Atlanta Falcons. If that isn't the perfect lead to say what we'd love to see out of this Miami Dolphins offense, I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah, I think you'd rather see it in seven-on-sevens or 11-on-elevens. I think those one-on-one drills are definitely designed to make quarterbacks and receivers look good. But, I mean, catching those deep balls is a lot better than not connecting on those deep balls, and especially with all the crap other fan bases like to talk about our quarterback, Tua Tungabailoa. Uh, you, you, you do like to see uh, these types of things. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're not going to complain about uh, Dolphins receivers uh, smoking Falcons DBs out here in one-on-ones, are we? No, not at all, because tis the season to get hyped about this stuff. So injected into my veins when I heard that, I got real excited. Even I think they showed a clip of Tyree Kill breaking someone's ankles, and this was one of those routes like we talked about, Jake, where they posted Xavier Howard getting beat on like uh, the guy ran for like a route for 20 seconds was wide open. This was Hill just, you know, dogging some of these guys. So it's what you want to see. But, again, it was those, uh, you know, 11-on-11, those 7-on-7s that really tested the Dolphins and pushed them to their limit. At least that's the way it sounded. 
So I, I kind of think of that kid, um, I, I forgot his name, that was in the Little League World Series a few years back, just talking about dingers only. Dingers are the only thing that matters, and that's what baby the Dolphins right? offense is. Baby Gronk. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's Baby Gronk, there's Baby Diggs, they, there's a whole crew of them. But just the Dolphins offense is going about this uh, dingers only mindset, and, and I'm here for it. But I do have to agree. Um, yeah, there was one play going around the internet, and I kind of felt bad for the Falcons DB, because if you have to do a play that is more than – three seconds and you have to follow Tyree kill around you're doomed. If you have to follow like 80% of wide receivers around for more than four seconds, you're doomed. So they're kind of fun to see, but, but it's important to keep that context. I think practicing with the Atlanta Falcons has worked so well because we hear the coaching staff say this, the Miami dolphins are that speedy finesse team where the Atlanta Falcons, they have struggled the last couple of years. You get those higher draft picks and they've done it the old fashioned way, building in the trenches, getting those defensive linemen, offensive linemen, and really building out the roster that way. So guys, how have you seen this battle between the, the two different styles of teams, the finesse dolphins and, and that quote unquote physical Atlanta Falcons? Well, I mean, today there were actually some reports that the Dolphins offensive line started winning some of their one-on-one -on -one, uh, blocking matchups with the Falcons defensive linemen. And that uh, I can't remember who it was, if it was Marcel or if it was uh, Joe Shad or, or somebody like that. Uh, but they said the Dolphins offensive line came out today and they were playing like they were pissed off. And he capitalized uh -oh. pissed off. So you that's for emphasis. So, you know, uh, you know, after – after, you know, they kind of lived up to that finesse moniker, um, like you mentioned earlier, Jake, uh, during the first day of joint practices, the offensive line came out in day two and, and apparently had their way uh, during some portions of practice with the Falcons uh, defensive line. And by all accounts, they have a pretty decent defensive line. So you do like to see that. And if there was one spot on this Dolphins roster that we're all uh, feeling a little Joe Philbin queasy about. It's that offensive line, and it has been that for the last couple seasons, and it continues to be that this season and, and this offseason. We've seen a lot of negative press surrounding that Dolphins offensive line. So it was good, uh, in a vacuum at least, to see that the Dolphins offensive line responded today, came out there with their big boy pants on, and, and pushed around the Falcons defensive line a little bit. Didn't poop them. No. And it sounds like from, I mean, again, we're watching from afar, Northeast and Midwest. I mean, we're not in practice by any means, but it sounds like from those that were there, you know, Omar Kelly mentioned the defense and offense both won the day on both sides of the ball. Again, today, I think he said the same thing about um, day one, whatever that means. I mean, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, but the fact that, you know, Omar Kelly's kind of stoked for what he saw. I mean, that says, that speaks volumes. I also have written down that Isaiah Wynn, he continues to surprise, mm -hmm. sounds like he could, Fill in there at left guard. I have written down at Liam Eikenberger's cheeks. I think it was Omar Kelly that said he hasn't won a single rep or something like that. So um, it seems like it's a back and forth, you know, duel between these two. It sounds like the defense has gotten the better of uh, the Atlanta Falcons offense. I know we all saw the clip where Xavier Howard's like, they asked him about, I think, Dalton Ritter. And he's just like, yeah, who? Ne never heard of him. He you genuinely... said his name wrong, too. You're in the same boat. <laughs> what I do? What what I, what I say? It's called him Dalton. His name's Desmond. I, Desmond, yeah. Yeah, I should know that because he's a he's a quarterback with a visor, so he's a, he's a game changer. But, um, yeah, neither of us know his name. <laughs>
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Merrick, I'm glad we have an orange jersey expert here. So we have we have two bites He's at here. this pizza here. That and I want to start with the first bite because the second bite is very interesting and is something we haven't seen before. Um, but positive sign here. First day of the practices against the Falcons, Jerome Baker was sitting there in that orange jersey. We've heard a little bit of David Long hype. We even heard some conversation about him getting the jersey, and I think consistency was brought up. So how do we feel? Uh, what does it kind of tell us about this Dolphins defense when someone like Jerome Baker hits that field, especially when you're facing another team wearing that uh, unique jersey? Well, I'm glad you bring up the orange jersey, Jake, because while I was away, you manned my very prestigious orange jersey award tracker article that is done uh, during every Dolphins practice uh, on the finsider.com, where we all write. Uh, And you manned that for me, so I do appreciate that. And then the Dolphins uh, came back this week. They started with Jerome Baker, like you said, um, which I thought was interesting because a lot of a lot of um, a lot of people within the fan base, but even also national media members and whatnot, they think the linebacking core is going to be a weakness for this Dolphins defense. And I always kind of took umbrage with that because I like Jerome Baker as a player. And I think that he, uh, you know, his speed and his, his ranginess kind of helps and fits this Fangio scheme a little bit. And I thought David Long Jr. was a very underrated signing this offseason. And despite, you know, him battling some hamstring issues earlier on, this offseason, he seems to be performing really, really well uh, right now uh, in training camp. So that those are both positive signs uh, for this Dolphins defense moving forward. Uh, and then they came out today and we didn't see an orange jersey at all. Not a single player uh, was wearing the orange jersey. Mike McDaniel was just looking out for me today. He wanted me to take a day off from, from the writing. You know, I, I, I slave over those orange jersey articles for hours on end uh, before, before they can come out, which is why they're always – you know, roughly three to four hours later than the news breaks on Elon Musk's X app. Um, but yeah, no orange Jersey award winner today for the Miami dolphins on day two of joint practices with the Atlanta Falcons. And uh, Tua actually was asked about that during his uh, availability after the practice was over. Uh, and he said, he didn't know. He was like, Oh, I, Good catch. I didn't even realize there wasn't an orange jersey today. So you do wonder uh, if it was a message being sent from Mike McDaniel to his team. A subtle message, apparently, because he didn't. It's not like he used it as a talking point. Do you think he's lying? Do you think Tua's lying? I kind of think Tua's lying saying that. Do you think Tua just lies sometimes because he's like, I don't want to talk about. Uh, this. Yeah, let's this just end this conversation. Get out of my face. I, I looked, think that might be epic. He that. looked annoyed during today's press or availability. He looked annoyed and like. A handful of questions he definitely dismissed like that. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Who cares? Whatever. Like, <laughs> it's hot. Let me go in and take a shower and go home to see my baby and my pregnant wife. Like, they just ask him some some dumb shit out there. Sorry, but uh, but yeah, no orange jersey today. It could have been a message or maybe uh, somebody. I think on 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 the social media they surmised that or they were guessing that it was uh, maybe. Uh, 
a way to not disrespect the Falcons in some way to say, oh, yeah, this guy dominated you yesterday. Because it actually did sound like Tyreek Hill had a pretty dominant performance during uh, day one of joint practices. So I thought maybe he would get the orange today. Uh, but nobody did. So uh, no article from me today on thefinsider.com. But I think he was definitely trying to send a message, but I, I mean, apparently Tua didn't really take <laughs> note didn't of it. Care. And I thought Mike McDaniel's comment when he asked um, if the goal was to be average, this is what he said about day one. If the goal was to be average, then I was super pumped. I really <laughs> enjoy joint practices because I want everyone's best effort. There was stuff that irritated me and stuff that pumped me up. So um, it sounded like he wasn't very pleased with that first uh, day the joint practices. So maybe it was him sending a message, but if Tua Tagovailoa had no idea that there was no one wearing an orange Jersey, I think his first comment was who was controlling the music. So, I mean, I don't know how much of a, <laughs> a message was sent there, but um, hopefully I've, we'll see who comes out tomorrow or yeah, I guess tomorrow if they're back on the field. Josh, I'm definitely going to use that McDaniel quote when I'm coaching down at my wrestling gym. How'd I do? Well, if your goal was to be average, uh, I was really pumped about it. Josh, as someone who tweets out uh, quite a bit of Mike McDaniel's quotes and just kind of follows along with them, I got to ask you, man, how often have we seen Salty McDaniel? That just doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, not often. And I mean, we, again, we weren't at practice, so it sounded like it wasn't an awful day, but he expected more, it sounds like. So um, you, you wanted to hear that, right? I mean, if he's not happy with them being content, wants them to push it a little bit further, just like he needs to as a head coach, I mean – why not uh, get rid of the orange jersey and sit here and say, yeah, if average is what you're striving for, then I was super pumped. To speak on the orange jersey real quick, Merrick, uh, what, is, what are your thoughts of maybe the idea of, you know, you mentioned Tyree Kill getting the orange jersey. I don't think it's possible for Tyree Kill to ever get the orange jersey. I kind of feel the same way about Xavier. I feel like there are some people where it's th- just that level of being a veteran where I think the, the perk and the bonus of being this orange jersey, I don't know if it really fits their lane. Uh, what, what do you think about that? So I, I do think Tyreek got it at least once last year, Was but he it? hasn't okay. he hasn't gotten it this year. And I'm not sure Xavier Howard has gotten it at all, uh, either last year or this year. So you might be right there. And it, it might be a thing where you have to do something a little out of the ordinary. And Tyreek Hill's ordinary is pretty damn good. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, same can be said for Xavier Howard. Uh, and his performances uh, in the defensive backfield. So you might be right. It might you might need to be a, a player who who needs to prove a little something, and then you go out there and you have yourself a great day. And, and coach just wants to recognize you for that. So uh, we'll see what happens as as training camp progresses. But uh, no more joint practices with the Falcons. They're done with those. They're having a day off tomorrow, and then we get the preseason game on Friday. So. We'll, we'll see how that goes, and, and they'll get back to the practice field next week, and we'll we'll take a look at those orange jerseys again. Those guys deserve orange helmets. That's all I was going to say. They should give, uh, you know, Xavier yeah, Howard, Tyreek Hill to Where's our helmets. alternate helmet? You know what I mean? Like, you got all these other teams, the Colts and the and – the, I don't know why I'm blanking on every other team considering, like, 10 teams got new helmets this this off season, but they all get the cool alternate helmet. And then the dolphins come out and they're like, we're wearing throwbacks two times. And you're two like, Wait, times, what? Yeah. like what? a, Twice. we want the throw throwbacks more than that. But B I want something in addition to the throwbacks. Give us that Miami vice Jersey. That's been leaking on the internet for the past decade. You're the, being the, too picky now. The all grays. Let's get an aqua helmet or an orange helmet. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. 